Are you okay? Have you got any plans today? Are you going to go out? It's sunny, but I hear there's going to be thunderstorms later. Do you need to make any phone calls? Is there anything you've been putting off that you could do today? I've got a small confession. I should have been packing yesterday, but instead spent the day just relaxing. You know when you just know you need some time out? Don't be hard on yourself over that. It's really important to learn the signs that your body's telling you that you need to relax. Today, I want to talk about something called coercive control. Coercive control is an act or a pattern of acts of assault, threats, humiliation, intimidation, or other abuse that is used to harm, punish, frighten, or frighten the victim. And I'm here for you. You don't need to suffer alone. I will listen. You will be believed. Your voice will be heard. Coercive control is illegal, it's arrestable, it's chargeable, and if you do very, very bad things to someone, it's also prison time. Coercive control and the threats that go with it are, if you do that, you won't see me this weekend, or if you do that, we're over. They don't mean that it's over. Because they don't want it to end, really. They just want you to be frightened that it's going to be over. Imagine saying that you'll end something that you don't really want to end. Because you feel like you need to control someone enough to feel that they'll feel fear that their relationship will be over. How messed up is the person threatening you? You know, um, so they, they feel like they need to frighten you in order to control you. But then they try and tell you that they love you. No, that's not how things work, is it? In the rational world, that's called abuse. Manipulation and bullying by someone who can't control you. So, let them end it. Let them end it. Well, that's what I've learned from all of this. And I would never put myself through that again. Is let them end it. Because <laughs> they feel they need to control you that badly that they'll threaten the relationship to be over because they're not getting what they want from you. Let them. They're telling you that they're a bad person. They're telling you that they can't control themselves, so they want to control you. And they're trying to tell you that, one hand, that they love you and they respect for you and care for you, which all three of those are bullshit and lies. Whilst trying to threaten you with a relationship because you won't do what they want. Now, that's not love. And... In that threat, 
is humiliation you know is humiliating because I remember crying and pleading and begging you know that's humiliation and the perpetrator wants you to be in that position and the best thing you can do and what I've done is walk away and find someone who respects you where you don't have to deal with that where you can talk it's rational both persons feelings are considered without any kind of threat of ending the relationship because they're not getting what they want we're over we're over never speak to me again don't ever text me again i'll never see you again right not now not next week not ever when really they don't mean that at all they'd be absolutely mortified if you just went okay yeah and that is an amazing moment where i spoke about taking your power back because if in that moment they want you to feel really really crappy and cry and and i you know i did have the ability to turn around and just go especially on the phone when it was all over the when it was on the phone i go do you know what and i'd been crying i'd been upset and in a split second i just decided i didn't want to do it and i go do you know what? I've got better things to do than this. You're going to have to fight this out on your own. And I would put the phone down and I'd just walk away. And and that the perpetrator was so desperate to get a rise out of me. And you know that whole one-one-upmanship I was thing I was talking about? Um, which I'm not a fan of, actually. I don't I don't think that that should be a thing. But they was deep in that. That was one of their many, many games. They'd be like, what? What do you mean? And then they'd be really, really upset because I wasn't upset anymore. I wasn't crying and pleading and begging. And then they'd be really upset. That's just like psychotic behaviour. So, yeah, uh, walking away from that and cutting that person off dead in their tracks of their game absolutely destroys them so i encourage you to in the middle of the most craziest argument with a narcissistic functional psychopath like that stop it in the middle and just go do you know what i don't need to do this this isn't about me this is about you losing control and you don't like it so I'm going I'm going to go have a nice afternoon and do my own thing and that's how you take the power back and that's how you stop a narcissist and a dangerous physically and emotionally abusive psychopath in their tracks you cut them off at the source intimidation goes into the forms of if you don't do this I'll do that right okay and if you do this there's a consequence and i'll punish you oh well that's emotional abuse and if you're in a relationship especially in the uk it's classed as domestic abuse so they can get arrested for that so i wouldn't worry too much 
I would let them know that that wasn't okay, that they're crossing a line and that you will do something about it and pursue it if they persist on doing those, especially those acts of coercive control. Um, and I had the word punish or punishment used against me. Now, again, the same thing. If someone loves you, why would they use a word like punish? This stems from the perpetrator in their childhood and then being punished for being a bad, needy little child. And in fact, if you look at it, that person hasn't grown up at all. There's still the inner child, a terrible traumatized childhood with volatile, highly manipulative, sociopathic, narcissistic, self-involved parents. So, you know, this isn't a reflection on you. This is a reflection on them and them not healing from childhood trauma and actually not facing those that they're at, they're at, they're at, excuse me, their parents as an adult and confronting the family dynamics, which are clearly very, very messed up. And that, that ties in with frightening you as, a, as the victim, you know, threats, humiliation, intimidation, and other abuses, including physical and obviously emotional, are frightening for a victim. You know, con- trying to control everything that you do, you'll look, oh, just it's endless, isn't it? Because let's face it, coercive control is all done by a perpetrator who doesn't like themselves at all. In any way, doesn't like anything about themselves. The little self-indulgent world of everything's connected bullshit. You know. Really. So, it's just ridiculous and relentlessly boring. And they look at you and look at yourself, right? For example, me. I have several different hobbies. I collect plants. I like to paint. I love, normally, love cooking. Um, Yes, I love food. I love watching programs about food. I've got lots of friends in lots of different friendship circles. So if I want to go horse riding, I could go do it. If I wanted to go on a quad bike, I could go do it. If I wanted to go to a... There's just so many things that I could do if I wanted to. You know with different friends and I'm I'm always developing new friendships as well as maintaining the old ones you know it's friendships are like gardens you nurture you look after you tend to you care for those people and a garden is the most gentle kind of way to visualize a friendship you know there's a little seed and that's the start of your friendship and then you water it you care for its surroundings and I maintain those friendships long lasting friendship from childhood to, to press to the present you know and I'm I joined rejoined Bumble because I wanted to make uh, friends obviously which are girls 
a platonic friendship and I've made like five friends already you know these things are not hard for people who are open gentle very transparent with who they are but for someone who's a functional psychopath they have to study people what they're like and all that kind of stuff first before they even start talking to that person so yeah so what I'm saying is you know I just find I find friendships and connections and socializing and actually relating to people on their level very very easy someone who studies people and has to use coercive control to control people don't find it so easy that lone wolf who's been expelled from the pack because the pack deemed them the weakest link struggles and at the base of all the podcasts I'll do and all everything that I do it all ties into a certain type of person not one particular person a certain type of person and unfortunately there's quite a lot of them in the world but if we all work together we can defeat this we can push these people back out of our lives and let them deal with their demons all on their own I am Sidel I am Let Us Talk About It.